Jones on the floor of the house. Your friend in mind. Makes an impassioned speech about race, but misses the point. We'll cover it. That's coming up. <laughs> America is so great that we now have to hire thugs to oppress us. <laughs> we have a thug as a president, so why not? And guess yeah, what? I, I think I was a thug. <laughs> Ralph Northam, thanks. Jesse Smollett, that is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio. As the Founding Fathers intended on George Washington's birthday. The Lee Brothers, my name's Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us. It's a lovely Friday afternoon. Happy Friday to you. I have a test for Scott to take today. Just to Is test. it a math test? Just to I'll see. Fail it. Well, you need to and do the do math to, to answer these tests, cor- these tests questions correctly. There's only four questions. Are uh, you afraid of it? Slightly. Are you just scared? Uh, somehow I don't think it's realistic, but we'll see how it goes. Very real tests that they give to people before they place them in high-level jobs. Mm, interesting. And, and the scary thing is little kids get the questions. They get the answers right. And adults don't. Some adults don't. Some adults don't. Some do. Some don't. All right, coming up at 4 o'clock. The thinking um, man's test. There is a bill in the General Assembly for san- against sanctuary cities, and the Democrats have branded all Republicans as racist. A little debate ensued on the floor. We got the clips. You won't believe this. This has got to stop. Um, but it's 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 too much. And then Richard and I are going to argue about cameras to catch speeders, all that at 4 o'clock. And Your state insurance costs, I mean, uh, inspection costs are going to yeah. go up. Well, see, that's another thing. So you want to stay tuned for the 4 o'clock hour. They're going to go up, and we're going to have a discussion about that. A lot of work goes into state inspections. First, we'll they're irrelevant. It. We'll talk about it. Yeah, that. we need to talk about that. It's just stupid. Just another way to siphon money out of your pocket and mine for no reason other than some fake it's cause a way, of safety or something, stupidness. It's a way to keep automobile service centers operating. Oh, I see. Otherwise, they don't have anything to do. Like, I, See, if you know a lot about cars, you can stand in there with them, hopefully, and say... I don't see that problem. Mm-hmm. I was kidding. This problem over here is real. Well, I don't see that either. Another joke. At 5 o'clock, we got to talk about George Washington. It's his birthday, and uh, he's a Virginian, by the way. Part of the Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, he was. And then Kamala Harris's first town hall, and the biggest bee, bee, insect bee that you've ever seen. It's as big as your hand. This, this is a bee. This is a prehistoric bee. <laughs> it is not prehistoric. Because <laughs> if it's been, prehistoric, they've it been gone. Beer. They've been gone for a very long time. Okay. And now enough. they're back. Virgi- Virgi- <laughs> thank you. Virginia Democrats publicly thank <laughs> Jesse Smollett for taking the attention away from them. Their statement was a joint statement released by Northern Fairfax and Herring. All three men said, quote, we offer our most sincere thanks and praise to Smollett for, a fa- for allowing our careers to remain intact in Virginia. We owe you big time, Jesse, unquote. Obviously, that's a parody. They never did that. But aren't they thanking him today? Because be. no, and so is Virginia, by the way, because we're not having to worry about our uh, disaster. Uh, we have a new one. This Jesse Smollett thing, and I, I didn't want to discuss this. You and I have been talking about this all week. It Everyone's talking about it. place in, in, in Hollywood. When was the last time a TV star did what this guy did? Oh, that's right. Never. A TV star? I don't know. I've got He's a list. He's a TV star, is he not? Uh, he's From a the TV star. TV show. Sure. You ever watched Empire? 
You ever watched that no, show? No, never seen a, a three seconds of the show. You in should fact, have watched it because then we could talk intelligently about it because I've never seen it either. Well, I don't think it even matters. I don't care what show he's a part of. He's, he's a complete goof, this guy. Why would why would somebody, and this is a legitimate question, I would love to, phone lines are open, 454-1366, 454-1366. Why do you think somebody would, would perpetuate a hoax like this? Well, I'm going to paraphrase this is this is the supposed reason he's in a contract negotiation with the uh the folks from empire right he wants more money yes. they're not willing to give him more money because nobody knows who he is who he is so this put him on tv screens everywhere <laughs> it did and it, where he will stay for a while because he's a liar and a cheat and, liar, liar. And continues to lie and cheat. Hands on fire. Right now. You think he'd come I out mean, and go, all right, I, this was my check I signed to these guys, but that's another story. This guy uh, is uh, going to be spending some time with I don't know some people he doesn't really want to spend I, I, time I don't with. Know. They might say, I'm big fans of your show, and now I'm a big fan of yours. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly. Come on down to C Block later, or I'll come and get you by your hair. That's he could have a problem. He yeah. could have a real problem. Well, I don't think that's why he did this. That's you what, see, that's what. Well, sure, that's sort what of they said. Official. Well, he was getting twenty thousand dollars a show. The people he was working with were getting one hundred fifty thousand a show or more. So, well, he, he should have complained. I know twenty. He should have staged show. something false <laughs> to get publicity. He should have lied. Know, but man. next time, rob a bank, man. <laughs> Come on, don't don't hire white. Guy, I mean, black guys, and tell them that they're going to be white guys for a night. Beat the crap out of me. Here's $3,500. Right. Give me $3,500. So I'll, I'll beat the crap out of you. So the. I um, wonder if those guys are going to get charged. Well, I don't know. They're claiming. If they get charged, it's going to cost them a whole lot more than that in legal fees. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know the I, here Here's the point I believe that politics by the left is all these people have to the point of religion. And you'll see religion because Al Gore was in Virginia this week, and we'll show you religious fervor. Al Sharpton uh, came out and said Justice Smollett needs to be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Those were well, Al Sharpton's okay. Well, words that's true. But Jesse what I'm telling you Smollett. is, he did not do this for income. Al Gore said, "Did he have anything to do with the environment?" Then I don't even yeah, know. Who <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but this is uh, the, the left is um, is is ravenous and crazy about. Politics and to the point where literally and they did. Anything. This is my point. This Smollett uh, goofball is so hate has so much hate for Trump and people who like Trump and wear the mega hats that he did this for a political stunt. He didn't do this about him. It wasn't about pay. It was it was to to, to further an agenda. The agenda is. That Trump sucks, that America's racist, and all those people who like America are racist, and they're and they're doing this all over the world. This is what this is about. This all the people about that pay. voted for Trump are scumbags that wear hats and do crazy things. And oh, by the way, you hired two black guys, one of which worked on the set, one of them was actually in a, in an episode of Empire. I, I've never seen the show. I don't know what it what that show. Needs to go off the air. It's ridiculous. But I can only imagine. If he's a part of it. <laughs> you know, I can only imagine. But right. anyway, you hired two black guys to pretend they were white guys in Make America Great Hats. If you haven't heard this story, I don't know what rock you've been under, but 
they they supposedly beat this man up and hassled him, screaming racial epithets. It's a good word. Yeah, there you go. I like that word, epithet. Epithet. So, I so can't even pronounce it. Here's, here's the deal. Why? Why? The question, it's obvious because the left is insane. He didn't and do this it is, to get more money out of the show. He did not. Obviously. Now, that, he's going to say that, but he know, did it because he's a leftist freak, and it's consistent with other leftist freaks, his entire list of leftist freaks. This is a trend among the leftist pukes of America. Richard, your title getting, is what? LPSA, is Liberal Puke Society of America? Yeah, they, he, he's only getting 20 grand an episode. Only $20,000 per episode. Yeah, how many I'll, I'll be on this show for 20000 an episode. Shoot, I'll do six shows for sixty thousand. How's that? I'll do ten thousand dollars an episode. I and might even go for five thousand dollars an episode. December. Now, this is a common theme for the left. This is constantly happening. These fake hate crimes, and and what we've always said is that hate crimes are not on the rise. Look at where you're living, who you're around, and surrounded with. This is not happening around you. This is not happening in America. It's happening in the minds of the left and the media. And they, That's where this is happening. How many others were staged? Plenty. We'll go through that list next, and your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366, 454-1366. Well, if you ask me where I come from, the greatest country on the planet Earth. Here's what I tell everyone. Unless you're Jesse Smollett. It's so bad. In fact, America is so great, not bad. It's so great he had to hire people to make it look like he's oppressed. And he lied about it. He's not the only one to lie about it. By the way, we're up running, by the way, we're up and running at Facebook.com, the Lee Brothers fan page, live there of our video. And of course you can reach us at 454-1366. 454-1366. A black man was accused of spray painting graffiti, Trump rules on a car in Philadelphia, only to be, turn out it was a hoax and a lie. A day after Trump was elected, an 18-year-old student at U- U- University of Louisiana Lafayette claimed to have been robbed by two white men and her wallet and her job ripped off. Turned out it wasn't true. It was a lie. Bowling Green State University in Ohio said three boys wearing Trump shirts threw rocks and called her racial slurs at a student. Turns out it was a lie. The University of Michigan student falsely claimed in November of 2016, a white man in Ann Arbor threatened to burn her. She didn't remove her job. That was not true. A lie. Another University of Maryland student claimed a white man cut her face with a safety pin. She was charged and pleaded guilty to making a false police report. Turned out to be a lie. Days after Trump's election, a 20-year-old man admitted he lied when he told Massachusetts police he was harassed by two white men claiming to be Trump country now. It was a lie. <laughs> Trump country. In Massachusetts, of all places. Did he win Massachusetts? Of course not. About a week after Trump's election, two students at Williams College in Massachusetts vandalized a property to bring attention to the potential impact of the presidential election. <laughs> That's great. North Park University in Chicago. The president said that hateful Trump notes and emails were sent to students were fabricated. So a bunch of emails were sent out. Turned out to be a lie. 
By the way, every single one of these, the press jumped on with both feet and said, look at this. Look what has happened. And it turns out it's all a con. Did anybody tell this man it was two years ago when he got elected and it's time to uh, get a life? Jesse Smollett? Yes. Ah, He doesn't have a life. The left is so, they want this to be known. This is what they want. They want America to know that people like you and I, Richard, are evil and that we will hurt people. But the truth is, we aren't going out and doing that. What's happened at USC Berkeley, where that conservative got punched in the face yesterday, what happened just the other day when this woman, this guy was wearing a mega hat in a restaurant and a woman walked up. This happened yesterday. Sitting, minding his own business, eating with a mega hat on. Lady comes up, knocks his hat off, gets in his face, happened to be seen by the policeman. She's being now being charged with, with assault. This isn't happening. Good. It's, to, it's not happening for real on the other side of the No, fence. it's not. It's this not. isn't Trump problems. These aren't Trump supporters. These are leftist whack crazies. And when they're not in power, this is exactly what happens. America becomes racist and white people are the problem. This is what has happened. It's been two years since the man was elected. Um, you would think they would get over it by now. But they're going to ride this this horse until the end of his time and he's going to get reelected and it's probably going to be four more years of insanity coming off the folks on the left this uh, this is crazy and and the only way they can attack this man is to fake these things because it's not happen it's not happening for real i don't have a maga hat i don't i don't either but that's the only reason i don't is because i didn't go buy one and no one gave me one but doesn't mean i wouldn't wear it I have a hat from the Virginia State Police Association. You donate money. You get a hat. You get a hat. You wear the hat. It's interesting how I wore the hat as a social experiment, so to speak, to see how people treated you out in public. Um, I went into the Arby's on Williamsburg Road, and I was treated horrifically by the man fixing the food. You should have seen the sandwich he made for me. Um and it was because of that hat. I'm sure he was staring a hole at me the whole time he was making the sandwich. How do you know? Because I opened the box to eat the stinking thing No, but how do you know it's because, did you leave a okay, note there what, saying it's about I, your hat? Did I have something hanging out of my nose at that time? Uh, I don't I, think so. Uh, well, so you the might, only thing, the only reason he could have done that maybe is because like of that state police emblem the on the top of that it's hat. That's not the only reason. There's oh, other he reasons. he knew me from another life. Maybe. May, you don't know. There's a massive. What, he thinks I was dating his daughter or something? Why are you not this understanding? There's a there could be other reasons, but for no you to apply other reason. to the hat, After I, I think is a treat. That's you know, a, I go a stretch. To a convenience store Just that saying. I would frankly. Okay, give me another example. And I knew the lady in the yes. convenience store. She's always very nice to me. I walk in with a with a state police association hat on. It was like that's not objective. I was a different person. That's she subjective. was cold as ice from Did then you ask on. Her? No, I didn't ask her. Subjective. I didn't want her to pull out a gun truly, and gun me down. Truly subjective. Not true. It We're is having true. A conflict. That's a hate crime. It is true. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7. It's F- not a game, I'm telling you. We're having a conflict. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. And that's just Scott. It is. Yeah. How bad... How bad has it gotten? America hasn't changed, but politics of race has gotten worse. Politics is about race now. 
America's not. America's living our lives, minding our own business. But it's so bad in Virginia. Who made it about race? Exactly. Who made it about race? It's so bad. Listen to this. House of Delegates took a final vote on the tax cut bill last week. Democrats voted against it. You know why? Because the Republicans voted for it. No. They said it's our first step that we will take towards true racial equality and equity is to vote no on this bill. It was a tax bill. Everything is about race now. Everything is about race. And here's a newsflash for politicians on the Democrat leftist puke side. It's not in America because nobody thinks about race except politicians and how they can squirm it and use it to mold policy. That's exactly what it's about. None other than what happened on the floor yesterday is an example of this. A sincere speech, I believe, very sincere speech <laughs> by a Virginia House of Delegates member by the name of Jones. He is a, a delegate from Norfolk, spoke on the floor of the House. We have the speech. We will play parts of it for you. And I think he missed something big. Although sincere, heartfelt, I think he missed it. And you can tell us when you hear it. All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. It's George Washington's birthday. We posted a video on our page by clicking on the Lee Brothers, and it shows why Washington was so great. This is a phenomenal video. And you're going to watch it, embrace it, love it, because Washington is America, even today. That and more dead ahead in our phone calls, 454-1366. We are the Lee Brothers, 820-WNTW-92. Point seven. seven. <laughs> Left point seven. Representing the end of political correctness. The science of climate change is leaping out at us like a scene from a 3D movie. Wait a minute, what? A three D movie leaping out. That's it's leaping out at us. He's leaping out at me. What is he? It's leaping out at us like a scene from a three D movie. It's man, it's a really bad metaphor. We built this city. It's coming for us. That was dog. I recognize the voice. Wait for it. Just after three thirty four, outside the Capitol. The Commonwealth of Virginia, the home of Jefferson, Madison, and George Washington on his birthday. The Lee Brothers, my name's Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes his far left. Is Richard Lee. All right, as far so, as I can get sometimes. All right, coming up at four, we, we certainly want to talk about what's going on with sanctuary cities in Virginia and the debate on the floor of the General Assembly. We'll discuss that and the vehicle inspection fee that went up that every one of you will be paying. And come on, it's for a good cause. Quit complaining. That's at four. But first, we, we got to deal with this. This is um, Delegate Jay Jones. He's a Democrat from Norfolk. He took to the floor of the House yesterday and made an impassioned speech about race. Now, it, it, it was it was an interesting speech. I, I personally, if I'd have been in the, the body... I would have asked the speaker for a point of personal privilege to discuss it further. I don't know that that happened because I quit watching. But essentially what I wanted to do here is play the opening few sentences so you can get the kind of the gist of where Delegate Jones is going so that you can you can see the rest of it. And then we're going to play some things and we're going to try to figure out where he was going with this, what his point is. 
Here is his opening comments. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. I rise for a point of personal privilege. Delegate has the floor. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Members of the House, I have wrestled deeply over the subject matter of this speech today, but the last three weeks have prompted significant amount of thought and reflection with family, friends, colleagues, peers, and debate within. Okay, hang on a second. I just uh, stop it. What has happened himself? What has happened in the first three last three weeks that have caused such incredible angst of debate and concern? Um, other than Jesse Mullet, I would say mm-hmm. the governor, you know, the lieutenant governor and the attorney general. So you have forget the lieutenant governor. That's not what this is about. It's about blackface. Right. That's what this is about. This entire thing has got to be about blackface. That um, happened in the 1980s if, and, and later. This guy wasn't born yet. So I don't know exactly where all the angst is going. He's going to try to explain it. And he does a good job here. I have nothing against Delegate Jones here. I think he actually is his heart's in the right place. I think he's missing it. We'll exp- explain as it continues. Hey, but the last three weeks have prompted significant amount of thought and reflection with family, friends, colleagues, peers, and debate within myself. Uh, today I am speaking as an almost 30-year-old lifelong resident of this Commonwealth who happens to be a delegate with a platform. I speak for nobody else but myself, no caucus or particular group within this body or around the state. Over the last several weeks, deep wounds have been opened within Virginia, really? sparking conversation and examination of a topic that often brings about a significant amount of discomfort when we talk about it. Now- I'm not discomforted by blackface. I think it's wrong and it shouldn't do it. What, what do you mean discomfort? I don't. 30 some years ago, I don't know how. If you could be last feeling week. anger, grief, angst, despair, physical and emotional pain from something that happened 35 years ago, times, times were different. Was it right? Does that justify it? No, it doesn't. He can, but. Right. He continues here. It's race here in the Commonwealth. Some people say race is used as a boogeyman. Some people say they try to use it for their advantage. I stand before you here today to tell you like it is. Make no mistake, I have spent the last few weeks alternating between anger, grief, angst, despair, physical and emotional pain. Wow. For long stretches, I have remained silent, unable to summon the words that accurately describe what is on my heart and how I've been feeling. But people have called and texted, and I have appreciated all of that. I decided to speak today because of another reaction that I've heard personally and seen in the media. The reaction of one of surprise at things like blackface and other expressions of racism and white supremacy still occurred in our society in the 1980s and even today. Where, where today? Surprise- where today? Where is whiteface today? Where is, I mean, I'm sorry, blackface. And where's white supremacy today? I'm just, I don't A know. A group came to Charlottesville from another state. And wreaked havoc. And everybody and everybody was disgusted by it. This has been a luxury to many Virginians, most of them white. For many of us in this chamber and millions of people around the country, the events have gripped Virginia. They weren't an aberration, an abstraction or an anachronism. They aren't a unit in a history book. To me and many people like me, these events are a window into a struggle that defines daily life for black Americans from the day we are born until the day we die. Does it describe daily life for them? Now, look, uh, how I, could it describe uh, daily life? I, I don't, I don't know, but I, I want to give Delegate Jones here um, the, the rightful due because this obviously bothers him, and it sounds like the speech was great. He did, he did a fine job on the speech. It either bothers him or gives him a, a 
excuse to make a speech like this. I'm going to err on the side. As a Virginian, I'm offended by what he's saying here. What he's saying because I've read this speech. I, I am. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that the, that he's really in angst about this. At 29 years old. Uh, he's lived for 29 years where he's seen a black president and a black governor of Virginia. And I'm, I'm going to go benefit of the doubt that he's really concerned about racism in America. And so I'm going, to, that, I'm going to stand the other way, the other way, because I, I think this is an excuse to make a speech like this. And it's offensive. Fair enough. It's racism. Well, listen, and to, it's offensive. Listen to the next clip about white versus black. That history and experience brings us to the current moment in the Commonwealth. I know we are all struggling together to grapple with the events of the past few weeks and what we say about who we are as leaders in Virginia. But the picture isn't of one Virginia. It is of two Virginias, a white Virginia and a black Virginia. Is it? Is that the picture? Not hardly. What? Not even Why? close. Why? How is that You can't picture? say you've got a white Virginia because one man 35 years ago did something incredibly stupid and another man both are elected officials did something equally as dumb how 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 do we become a white virginia because of those right. two individuals now if you want to divide us and say there's a black virginia and a white virginia i, I guess you can say that and all that's going to do is, is separate s- people. separate people well what if you went to the microphone delegate jones and said i've been alive 29 years as an african-american and i have seen blackface be offensive i've seen white people be offensive i've seen offense but i'm here to tell you america and virginia is not offensive virginia is a phenomenal place to live if you're an african-american and so is america in fact it's really the only place in the world where we've done things to correct the wrongs why and you know how different it would be that there's no white virginia and a black virginia there's a united virginia and you could start delegate jones by saying that instead you do the opposite by claiming you want to unite us, you are, in fact, dividing us. He's, he doesn't want to unite anything. I, I don't he's want to go gas down. on a fire. I don't, I don't. And he's dividing. He's dividing. This is a very divisive. It divisive sounds, it sounds I, I want to be careful, so let me hit play again. Here we go. Existing in parallel on the same arc of history, frequently intersecting, but never running together as one. Two different experiences, born from the same beginning 400 years ago, and still never merged into one shared history. The white Virginia that's had its privilege to never deal with being treated as second-class citizens in public or had to face institutional and cultural barriers that are higher than any wall that one could imagine. The black Virginia that is acknowledged when convenient, that is viewed as monolithic, with one black experience of poverty and lack of drive, who has suffered painful and visceral wounds that are often papered over or paid attention to for a couple moments and then forgotten. The white Virginia that perpetuated segregation, Massive resistance, the glorification of the Confederacy via monuments and flags in public spaces, and other mechanisms which consciously or unconsciously attempted to demonstrate its power over black Virginians. What, why is The this black Virginia that is still oppressed by the vestiges of Jim Crow in our legal system. They are. That fears law enforcement, is mocked in yearbook photos year after year after year, and looks skeptically at white Virginia because of generations past. I don't buy this. I don't either. I Not th- at all. I think he is, he's missing the entire correction that we've had as a country and as a state, instead of focusing on the negative, which there are negatives, I guess you could always find a negative. We end up focusing on, on uh, not the positives, but the bad things. Now, he goes on in multiple different clips here and talks about 
Well, here's actually here's actually a second clip of him saying it's still struggling with race relations. I was born in 1989, just eight months before the election of L. Douglas Wilder as our first black governor, the first black governor elected in this country. The grandson of slaves, this was supposed to be a watershed moment for our commonwealth. It was. One would have thought, and many would have hoped that this election would have ushered in a state in Virginia that was not black or white, but one Virginia, a united commonwealth. However, it seems we haven't come far enough to understand the hurt and the pain and the effect of those who grew up in the shadow of separate but equal. How? What, what have we not done? I am missing what we're missing. Someone point specifically what Virginia has done wrong since Wilder was governor. Can you, can you give us one? I'm willing to say, okay, let's figure it out, but you never give us one. You just say, it looks like we haven't come far enough. What are you talking about? What have we not come far enough? If you just give me an example... Scott and Richard Lee, you haven't come far enough this way. Oh, I see. Okay, well, maybe. But no one ever says this is what needs to happen. This is an excuse. This speech is an excuse. I mean, he had an excuse to do this ridiculous speech because of our governor and our attorney general. Yes, I agree. Their actions 35, 30 to 40 years ago. We have three more clips that are open for debate and your interpretation. Your phone calls are next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers. My daddy served in the army. We lost his song. right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Till the day that it died. Why? Because America's great. My mother, my brother. America is the best country on the planet. Absolutely. We are not a racist country. We don't have inherent racist tendencies. And we're not a, uh, a racist state. Virginia uh, is an awesome state to live in. The best best of all 50, I think. And uh, Can you find problems? We are not. I mean, you, you can, can find you people. You can dig them up and fake them. Oh, <laughs> that's true. You know, you Sorry, can, Jesse Small. You Smollett. can uh, look for an opportunity to... Make a speech and tell people that delegate you cry yourself asleep at night because of the racist nature of our state. But our state is not racist. I'm sorry. This this speech. Dele- delegate Jay Jones, who gave the speech, it's well written. It's a great speech. Maybe for someone else, I'd send it out to different states. See if there's different somebody country. out there that want to use it. Different country, maybe. It doesn't, it sound doesn't like America. apply to Virginia. Well, so it, it certainly doesn't apply to the country, but it it does not apply to Virginia. Let's think about Delegate uh, Jay Jones. He's 29. He's a member of the House of Delegates, one of the oldest free bodies in the world. And he is sitting in the General Assembly. He gets to have impact on his community. He's 29. In those 29 29 years. 1980. So since 1980, he's had a black governor, a black president of eight of those years. So a black governor for four years. So 12 of his years of living, he's had incredible role models of black communities around him. And he comes to a microphone and says these things on this floor of the house that, that Virginia's can't get over race. I, I would say it's the other way around. It, and why, why were those gentlemen elected to office? Because people are working to become a colorblind society. And, uh, well, I think it with, proves that with not. delegates like Jay Jones will never be a colorblind society with this kind of garbage. 
Blacks and whites alike voted for Governor Wilder. Blacks and whites alike voted for Barack Obama. Of course they did. Of course they did. We're moving towards a colorblind society. This kind of crap pushes us back because it's offensive. Yep. It's offensive to me. It should be offensive to you, but probably not because. Oh, I'm offended. I'm, I'm not. I don't know that I'm offended by it because you're I'm a I think, strange guy. I anyway. think Delegate Jones. I listen to this entire speech. I think Delegate Jones' heart is in the right place. I think it's misguided. It just is. Here's more of a clip from what he said uh, the other day. But we may now finally be reaching a tipping point. Now's a tipping point. The lasting wounds of the two parallel journeys have been reopened, <laughs> and now we as Virginians have a choice to give these deep-seated issues the attention of a news cycle and suppress our differences yet again or to address these long-standing issues head-on and make real progress towards healing and reconciliation between black and white Virginia. What does that look like? How do we address the issues? Are we not addressing them, Delegate? Uh, who, how, do where, we heal the, how do we heal the issues? What? There's no answer here. He's just saying, is it time we look at this? Look at what? We all admit blackface is wrong. You guys have even asked for Northam's head on a platter for him to leave. He won't. What more do you want? Give me the solution. I, I'm honest here. What is the solution? I believe deeply in my bones that we can walk together shoulder to shoulder for the good of this commonwealth. But it will take a desire to address that which is uncomfortable and every ounce of compassion and understanding that we can summon from within ourselves. What is it? I mean, I understand. The, okay, when you talk about the talk about what, though? Would he have made this speech had Governor Northam and our beloved Attorney, Attorney General, General not been the subject of blackface many many years ago would he have would he have written this speech would he have made this speech would he have lived in angst would he have cried himself asleep at night if those two had not been caught right in the blackface controversy would would uh, uh-huh. attorney general attorney general of all people mark herring come forward and said i did that would he have done that had Ralph Northam not been busted for doing so. You know, I don't know. I, I don't uh, want you know, to take Delegate Jones into... Is uh, all of this causing him the horror of I, I existing as a human being I on the planet? Because that's what it sounds uh, like. That's what I want to know. I mean, how bad is this thing that he's he has to make a speech like this? Now, here's, here's another clip. People were calling him just to see if he was okay. Are you okay? <laughs> here's another, Are you all right? Here's another clip of, uh, of him continuing his speech. We can try to connect white Virginia and black Virginia once and for all to acknowledge, confront, and understand each other's paths. No longer can we paper over our differences. For years, we have opted for band-aids and we have needed stitches. This is our shared Virginia journey that we can march on together. Mm. Okay, so let's stitch it up over the governor and the attorney general. Let's, Let's stitch up the wounds and move on. Here's a box of candy. Here is... Let's move on because this is... This is, he made this speech because of what the governor and the attorney general admitted to doing a hundred years ago, however long ago it was, 30 to 40 years ago. Um, and that's the whole purpose of this. This is like a Me Too type situation. Kind of. He wants to be the founder of Me Too. I want to say something as ridiculous as it is. I, I don't want this to, is offensive to me. I understand it is. Here's a quick wrap up. I, I am colorblind when it comes to. We all to are. Racial. That's what I, I, I hate colorblind. about politics. Politics is not America is politics wants division. 
so they can try to fix it. America isn't divided. Just think about who you work with every single day and what you do. America's not racist. Virginia's not racist. Politicians are looking for it so they can benefit from it. What politicians? Democrats. Sorry. All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7 FM. The Lee Brothers, showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. So Delegate Jones dives into a bigger issue than just blackface. We love you, Delegate Jones, and we'll be praying for you tonight. I think he pretty much indicted the entire Commonwealth, saying there's a white Virginia and a black Virginia. I just disagree. I just disagree with it. And um, I do too. Coming up next, you'll see how the the race conversation continues when the General Assembly debates a bill on sanctuary cities. You won't believe this and where it goes. Check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you to George Washington's birthday. You'll love it. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Funny how my microphone walks across the table. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> I'm making my own Toy Story here. That's cool. I gotta do it again. Come to me, Papa. Come to me. Come on, baby. <laughs> Get out of here and don't come back. Exactly. Exactly, Scott. Your vehicle inspection <laughs> fee will be higher in 2019. Yeah. Thank you, House of Delegates. It's $4. More. Senate. So send the $4 to us and we'll we'll be your lobbyists. How's that? Richard and I will argue cameras to catch speeders and Virginia Democrats declare Republicans racist for a bill to not allow sanctuary cities. That is next. Racism has to come into play in every bill. Virginia citizens and American patriots, the only two-headed talk show on the planet Earth. No, just outside the capital of the Commonwealth. My name is Scott Lee. We are the planet Earth. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this lovely, nasty, rainy afternoon. I, I came downstairs, looked outside. The yes. rain had stopped, the road was drying, and I said, wow, I'm going to go out here and wipe my clean car down so I can keep it clean. So I wiped it down, made it all shiny and pretty again, and I pulled out. People looking at my car saying, I wish I was him. I wish I was that mm-hmm. man right there. No, they don't do that. Well, sometimes. <laughs> I like to think they do, but anyway, I'm driving down the highway, and what does it do? It starts raining. So Mother Nature, you suck. So you know how to get it to rain. Wash your car. Yeah, wipe it down. Yeah, I, exactly. I caused the rain. If you you're driving in the rain, it's the my rain. fault because I I wiped my car down and made it shiny again. It had water all over it. The rain just helped me wipe it down. Shine all right, it. coming up, Richard and I are going to argue this uh, vehicle expe- inspection fee. We'll discuss that coming up in the show. At five, Al Gore was in the Commonwealth of Virginia. We'll argue that, too. <clears throat> and we'll argue Al Gore. Al Gore's a nut. He's I a goofball. Al Gore. He's a great American. 700 Truly people. Truly great American. And Shut I'm pleased up. he Jeez. came to Virginia. Now, why? Because we mock him and make fun of him? That's I'm why. I'm happy he came here because that gave us something to talk about. All that's coming up at five. But first, there was a bill, sanctuary policy bill. The policy prohibited that restricted enforcement of federal immigration laws. So, in other words, there's a bill. I, the plain English description of the bill is... It simply says that the Code of Virginia is amended by adding a section number as follows. Establishment of a sanctuary policy is prohibited. No locality. This is the bill in entirety. No locality shall adopt any ordinance, procedure, or policy that restricts the enforcement 
of federal immigration laws. At the That's end it. of the bill, they said, enough said. <laughs> That's actually not. You wrote that in there. I can see you actually wrote. You hand wrote that in there. That doesn't count. All right, enough so, said. Well, it is enough said. It is enough well, said. Why do you have to put 20,000 pages Of course pages not. You don't. Bill. It's literally like two sentences. That's all it needs. It, that, that's all probably any bill needs. Now, if you are a member of the whoever General Assembly. wrote that, I applaud you. Whoever is a member of the General Assembly, whoever you are, how the could you. The great America. How could you not look at this bill and go, well, by all means, why would we want one of our cities to fight our own federal government's laws on immigration? Why well, would we, we want that? We can't feel the love unless we have sanctuary cities. Well, Who was it that said that? Well, I, I got that from Jay Jones' speech. It's a truly great speech. Delegate and Jay I Jones also Trump. got it from Jesse Smollett because in so many words he said, we can't share the love. You know, unless Donald Trump is out of the White House and we let whoever come across the border in so many words. Right. So. So. Practice love. He wants to spread his love. He wants. Uh, well, Bush said that. Bush he said he wants to spread his love with he women. He wants gynecologists to spread <laughs> their love all over women. Do not go women. down that. Do well, not I go didn't down go down that path. path. He did. Mm-hmm. I right. just repeated it. Well, don't repeat it. Well, so, that's what he said. I can't help it. So this, so the sanctuary policy. Some other things he said. True. I can't that's repeat because we're on the air. Good point. But this, I'll tell you in a break. The sanctuary Prepare policy. yourself. Is one that the Republicans said. You know what? We don't need to fight our own federal government on a law that exists already. It's on the books. Federal so let's law. Let's fight our federal government. What so, are we fighting for? So the so the delegate Lopez from Arlington, a leftist politician of every stripe high-ranking member of the liberal puke society of america could be the president card carrying member delegate alfonso lopez alfonso he came to the microphone and said this about a very simple bill we just read for you and he said this bill makes our communities less safe by undermining the community policing efforts that we pride ourselves on and work so hard to build what <laughs> makes less our communities safe less safe by keeping oh, I'm sorry. Ill- illegals out of our state? The illegals that have come into the United States <laughs> and killed over forty thousand innocent people over the last last twelve months. Those what? are Trump's words. We're going to keep. We're going to be less safe. If we just let them in, I guess because they're going to be really angry and they're coming well, anyway. Remember, this I, isn't, I don't know. Hang I, on a second. This isn't an immigration bill. All it's doing is no, saying there's not, not going to be sanctuary it cities. There won't be any sanctuary cities. So how is so that? People cannot come into Virginia and stay here undocumented. Without with the help of a city. Correct. Right. Here, here's this, here's what he said again. Lopez. It makes our communities less safe by undermining the community policing efforts that we pride ourselves on and work so hard to build. Community. This bill for so many communities with large immigration, immigrant and new American populations makes it harder to support community policing efforts that build trust between police and the community. So in other words, if, if we don't allow illegals into the state and protect them once they're here, they won't get along with the police officers. Well, that makes sense. That makes total sense <laughs> that the police officers, if they're, if they're ICE officers or whatever level, they should be able to take them and put them in the deportation process if they're undocumented and they're not legal in the state. So how is it? Nobody can say, wait a minute, Fairfax, Virginia is a, is a sanctuary city. That right. would be a sanctuary city more than likely. So Maybe what, even as far north as Fredericksburg. But. How, how is it that 
that his comments by saying it makes us less safe isn't laughed at. How come there's not a hundred House of Delegates members just going, are you kidding me? Delegate Lopez, have you read the bill? All it's saying is it doesn't it doesn't say anything about all the crap you're talking about. All it says is we're not going to allow any ordinance procedure policy that restricts the enforcement of, of federal immigration laws. But if you understand what he's saying, if you, if you get what what Alfonso is saying, you understand it. We'd like to hear from you if you're part of the General Assembly because maybe we're stupid and we just don't get it. Well, he didn't stop there. He didn't stop there. Here's what else he said. The burden of the federal enforcement agency should not be placed on local jurisdictions. Forcing localities to act as a substitute for federal agents places additional and undue demands on resources, taking time and resources away from police and should be spent, that should be spent on public safety and enforcement. Now, hang on a second. The bill just simply says that lo- no locality should adopt any ordinance that restricts the enforcement. That's all it says. Do you get what he's saying? Yeah. I understand what he's I saying. What he's saying. If, if you don't let illegals in, oh, yes, I see. undocumented folks, let's not call them illegals because that's not posh in today's world. So let's just call them undocumented. They've got no green card, in other words. They come into your state. You have a sanctuary city. So they all go there, and there's no reason for federal authorities to visit that area. So you have less policing, and you're safe for, you know, you're less safe because you don't have all the federal authorities coming in. I think he's backing himself into a corner where he's going to uh, step on his necktie, so to speak, and fall down. Here he continues. You, you get what I'm saying. The burden of the federal enforcement agency should not be placed on local jurisdictions. Forcing localities to act as a substitute for federal agents places additional and undue demands on resources taking time and resources away from police and should be spent, that should be spent on public safety and enforcement. Also, ICE usually does not reimburse localities for holding individuals past when not they the otherwise point. would be released. Ultimately, we all know that this bill is unnecessary, huh. costly localities, and could make us less safe by undermining our community policing efforts. Let's be clear. Let's be very clear. Here it comes. Listen. We're trying. This bill is really about dog whistle politics. Oh. Created to stoke fear of the other, and division and the idea that those who are different, new Americans and immigrants, well, you're new. unwelcome. I see. So new Americans. We're racist. I got There's it. There's that Tim Kaine. I wonder if Tim had anything to got do it. with this. New Americans and dog whistle politics. Got Nobody it. can hear a dog whistle but a dog. <laughs> and if you're blowing the dog whistle, nobody's listening, I got Alfonso. It. So, because you're not making any sense at all. He's all over the place. So Democrats, it's very simple. At the end... Lopez, Delegate Lopez, is saying that the only reason, he said, let's be clear, the only reason this bill is even there is because we don't like different people, others, as New Americans. Them. We don't like them. He if went we, there. If, if we want a sanctuary bill, if we want a simple bill to state that you can't create a sanctuary for illegals, then we are racist. That is a, that's a cop-out. The you left, don't consider the left them can new Americans? Us. You don't see them as new Americans? The left wants to define us as evil. You won't, you won't, you won't comment on that will you what you don't see them as new americans see who is new americans undocumented they're not new coming to virginia to live in a sanctuary city that could be created without that bill Uh, with good point i missed that entirely take it to referendum please by the way there's a great answer to lopez phenomenal answer to lopez we don't understand what you're trying to say that's the answer 
Lopez will be hammered next by this delegate. You'll like it. And your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. It's a simple bill. Sorry. Didn't mean to thump it. My mic was walking around on the table. Couldn't help it. A simple bill, sanctuary policy. Simple bill. It said establishment of a sanctuary policy is prohibited. It's not getting simple responses, though. So it says no locality shall adopt any ordinance or procedure policy that restricts the enforcement of federal immigration laws. That's it. The left, Delegate Lopez, Everybody on the left is saying it's racist. Is everyone on the left saying it's racist? Of course. That's their modus operandi. I'm That's sure there's do. someone on the left saying, I don't want to say this is racist, but I have to. <laughs> Maybe if I do. don't, I might get blackballed out of here. Now, I want to play for you delegate. I think his name is Moranis. He is a delegate from Virginia Beach. As soon as Lopez made his stupid racist comment. Which makes no sense. Which was, um, exactly, it wasn't even addressing the bill. It didn't make any sense. Delegate Miranda stood up, and he said, Idiot, sit down. That would have been perfect. But instead he gave, really? I must speak now. A very concise message. And I want to play the whole thing for you. It's a bit long. It's about a minute or so. But I want you to listen to how a, a good guy, a Virginia Beach delegate, addresses a leftist puke that wants to make everyone out to be a racist. Here it is. Mr. Speaker, speak to the bill. Dog ass and floor. <laughs> I've not spoken up on much legislation, uh, but I felt the compelled need to speak on this. Partially because when I hear terms like dog whistle politics, it affects me greatly. Listen to this. Very good. My favorite thing to do as a delegate, Mr. Speaker, is several times a year, I go to the federal courthouse in Norfolk And I speak to a naturalization ceremony. And I tell these folks that it is the greatest honor of my life to be the first to welcome them into our American family. My earliest childhood memory, my earliest childhood memory was as a child seeing my mother take that oath of allegiance. And that is an incredibly powerful moment. For those that don't know, When you stand in that courthouse and you say these words, I hereby declare an oath that I absolutely and entirely renounce and abjure all allegiance and fidelity to any foreign prince, potentate, state, or sovereignty of whom or which I have hereto been a subject or citizen, that I will support and defend the Constitution and the laws of the United States of America against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, that I will bear arms on behalf of the United States when required by law, that I will perform non-combatant service in the armed forces of the United States when required by law, that I will perform work of national importance under civilian direction when required by law, and that I take this obligation freely without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion, so help me God. I have stood in that courthouse several times, and it is one of the most profound moments to see these new members of the new American family. It's the last thing they do, how moving and how powerful it is. And I have seen U.S. attorneys remove people from that body who will not recite that oath. Well, it is an incredibly powerful moment. We allow as a country a million legal immigrants a year. One million. 
there is not a country on this planet that allows that number of illegal immigrants a year. We are a nation of second chances. That's part of who we are. And I am a firm believer in being that second chance, but I also am a firm believer in being a nation of laws and not men. And I have to take, say that when I hear terms like dog whistle politics, when this simply is telling localities not to impede the federal government from obeying the law, that to me right. is astonishing. As somebody who is a child of an immigrant, who every chance I get goes to speak at a naturalization ceremony, I have to say, I completely reject that characterization of this bill, and it's a pleasure of the House to pass the measure. Now, how many people do you know that should that are American citizens that maybe shouldn't be, that should go through that process and swear that oath to America? I know people that should go through that process, and they're here by default. They're know, born I'm here. Their parents were born here. They're, right. they're here. They're citizens of this great nation. And they should go through that because some of the garbage that comes out of their mouth is unbelievable. Delegate Alfonso Lopez, you're a dirtbag. You're a dirtbag for saying that people who are supporting this are racists. You're, you're a wimp. Anybody who claims just it's a default on the left. You know, usually those folks are the racist. That's right. The people who point the fingers and say, racist, racist, they're the racist. Exactly. They're the ones that don't, they're not colorblind. 454-1366, your phone call's next. 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio. I just, uh, I'm just amazed. The left has a default. The default is Republicans are racist. Therefore, every bill they ever propose is based on race. And they're wrong. But what would the left do if they didn't have that boogeyman to chase? The, the conservative racist boogeyman, who, by the way, doesn't exist anywhere. Show me one. Show me one. And uh, then we can discuss it. But, but you can't. All right, coming up, we've got to discuss this new General Assembly raising the vehicle inspection fee. First, the vehicle inspection is the biggest con foisted upon mankind it's it's a lie to make it sound like you're keeping people safe one day one day out of 365 you're keeping people safe it's ridiculous only 16 states do it we shouldn't instead it's ours is our price went up now you got to take 20 dollars out of your pocket every year for a, a con we'll argue it and your phone calls next check us out 820theanswer.com click on the lee brothers takes you to george washington's birthday video very good. You'll love it. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Hey, you Making radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers. Yes or no? No. I I will Sorry, Mr. I will take that as a yes. Just after 4.34 Outside the capital Of the Commonwealth of Virginia All the Jefferson, Madison, and Henry and Mason George Washington Today is his birthday We will honor him Happy birthday, George Thanks for everything you did Is 
the Lee brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes Sometimes my my far far left. left. Sometimes I have to get as far left as I can. Is Richard Lee. bring Scott back to reality. No, mine is permanently ensconced in reality. Okay. It is. Trust Uh, me on this. uh, I'll take your word for it. If there's a place to err, if there's a place to fault, it's on the side of freedom and liberty, not in the General Assembly. Richard and I have always said that the best form of government is the one that's not in session. Thank you very much, because you're not under attack. There is no question that if the General Assembly didn't show up for two years, you wouldn't notice. I'm serious. You wouldn't notice. And we're told that we should care. The edge of our seat, what goes on there? Because now you see the General Assembly cares so much about your safety that they raised the vehicle inspection fee by $4. That was necessary. See, the vehicle inspection fee was put in place for all of those merchants that we count on to fix our cars. Oh, they they and lobby for it. They if you don't if you don't take your car in and have it inspected, they can't fix it. Ever been caught with a bad inspection sticker? A bad inspection sticker? What do you mean by that? The sticker's bad. Well, like it's gone out. It's expired. Oh yeah, I've had that happen. It's time to get a ticket. Sure, I've had a, I've had a cop pull up beside me, look at my window, hit his brakes, pull him behind me, pull me over, and go, "Your car needs to be inspected." And Did I you said, get a ticket? No. Here's what you I said. Should no. have. I said, "This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. This car is a brand new. I just pulled off the lot with it." You were lying to the officer. I didn't care. I was mad. That's why you I lied, lied to the officer. He thought it was funny. Now, see, I, when I got stopped for a bad inspection sticker, I was driving a company vehicle. And it was obvious it was a company vehicle. Uh, and the policeman saw me enjoying my breakfast at a <laughs> local establishment. And he sat across the street. Mm-mm. I'm Mm-mm. sitting there watching him. See, the True story. story. He's watching me. True story. Another police car pulls in like, we I guess they're him. not watching me for my inspection sticker. And the other police car leaves. I said, well, he's back to staring at my vehicle. I finally just said, you know, I'm not going to wait him out anymore. I'm going to get in the vehicle and drive down the road. I know the sticker's out because they changed the law way back when where certain vehicles didn't have to be inspected every year. But anyway, sure enough, he pulled me over and wrote me a stinking ticket. Unbelievable. And I go back to the company and say, you know, the vehicle I was driving today has a bad sticker on it. And I was a little confused about the law change that they're going to change back next General Assembly because they screwed up. This was years ago when they made that error. But anyway, they said, well, we're really sorry about that. <laughs> but you should have been aware before you drove away. Really? I was imitating the big boss then. And I said, well, you suck. Well. And then I had to get employment elsewhere. So wait a second. I had to take an <laughs> and lost my job. <laughs> Square! <laughs> exactly. That really sucks. All right. So, so you, li- but you, wait a second. The now. only thing I did wrong was tell him. Wait a second. Talked. Wait a second. Are you suggest? But you, I thought you just told me, we've been arguing this, that you want the vehicle inspection. You like it. I like it. Well, the thing is, it's there for the merchants. See, they can find a lot of stuff that's not really wrong with your so, car. Okay. So you like it or don't like it? Do you want I'm the vehicle? Kidding. Do you want the vehicle inspection or do you not want the vehicle inspection? I think it's a good good idea. You're crazy. If you've got something wrong with your car, that's that you stupid. don't know that could Are you cause serious? that car to burst into flames. <laughs> no. Or you're driving okay, down so the road at 80 miles an hour like you drive, and you, let me and, get this you know when a deer runs out, you How slam on the brakes and the pedal goes to the floor. They would have found that 
in the inspection. So you mean the 34 other states that don't fact, have this are risky? The 34 yeah, other states absolutely. that don't have this. Oh, I see. Give me a so list we of those accidents. states. I'll drive around. We'll have accidents all over. These 34 states if are I having accidents. If I see somebody from that state Stupid. in this state, I will back off. That is, this, pass them that on is the highway. lunacy. I don't know. But. The idea that we think that a car that is inspected one day a year is going to be okay for an entire year. We are lying These to ourselves. These people are experienced. They know. They look at your brake pad and say, that pad is going to last for another nine months, 17 days, and 48 minutes. Okay. You, you're mocking this like I am. It's a, it's a ruse. It's a lie. This is stupid. They check and your tires. States, what if you're driving down the road and your tire I, explodes? Richard, the, the, we ought to get, if this is really a legitimate safety issue, oh, that's we right. ought to you have. You trade your car in before the tires wear out. I forgot it up, fuzzball. I am, exactly. tell, I am telling you, if this was really about safety, we would have car inspections every month. We should have them every day. Okay. Thank Random. You. Thank you State for making my point. State police set up on the highway. You pull in, you and they say, yep. Thank like you. A, they're like a pit crew. They yep. go around uh, your car. Okay, they pull it. the wheels off. They put it all so back on. They do it in a matter of seconds. You're making my point. And when and they drop it. it down, you spin your tires and go back. And you're making my point. Then you get a ticket. <laughs> I guarantee you. You get a reckless time. driving <laughs> ticket for spinning your tires. I guarantee you 99.3% of Americans and Virginians agree with me on this. The car inspection is stupid. I think it's So they want to give up $20. Once a year, just pay $20 to a guy who, you know what's wrong with your car. You drive it every day. Do you know somebody? I trust America. I trust citizens of Virginia. You know somebody I can pay $20 to and just get my sticker and go home and slap it on? You know somebody like that? Well, doesn't this say that you have to pay $20 for a state inspection? Yeah. If I'm going to pay $20 for a state inspection, I want them to look at my wheels. They do. Look at my brakes. They do. Check the gas line. Make sure I'm not going to become a fireball driving down the road. Yeah, that's happening all the time everywhere. They check your steering, your turn turn signals. It's terrible. They'll tell you if one of those... Light no, fixtures. The only way you can put bulbs in the light fixture is replace the whole stinking light fixture. <laughs> yeah. If you've got an older <laughs> Lincoln, great. if you got an older Lincoln Continental Mark whatever, Mark Eight or Seven whatever, and the headlights go out, you're going to have to buy the whole headlight assembly. So you, if you, agree you with can you. find it, you agree with me. Thank you. Finding it is going to be the bear because I know someone's point. got one of those cars and it failed inspection because. The headlight assembly you know was what out, this is? and he had to replace the whole stinking assembly. Couldn't put a bulb in it. You know what the vehicle inspection is really about? It's about not trusting the citizen to be in control of itself. That's what it's like. Oh. The government must step in and make sure they, you take care okay. of your vehicle. People know. People should be responsible. They should be. I trust or, the people, okay. not the General Assembly. First of all, you it's trust the fee all people to be should not have gone up. Wow. Just give me $20, and I'll tell you what's wrong with your car. You're behind. The unfortunately, wheel. unfortunately, the that's not I how say. this works. You now have a government agency that'll do it for you. So really? great. Vehicle inspections are stupid. Did I just you are that? starting to annoy me. Here's something else. Do you want to argue about something else? Me. How about this? Lawmakers are now allowing speed cameras in work zones. <laughs> no, you don't want them in work zones. Oh, yes, they should have really? speed cameras. Okay. If people are out there working, working hard on our roadways. Taking care of business so who's, we who's can dri- ride smooth. So let me explain. And stay how this in the right hand lane so people okay. like you can pass us on the left. Uh, no, that would be okay. That would be fine. If there was a law to say when people move out of my way, I would go for that law. Yeah, but that law doesn't exactly. exist. Actually, it does exist. Don't so ride you don't slow think in the left lane. There should be speed cameras in the work zones. You I see a work a, zone. What do you do? I, I, 
Accelerate? Richard, yeah, that's exactly what he does. No, I, want not. Through, I want to get through that work zone faster. I can't even talk to you. That's not well, true I, yeah, I take it from 75 to about 90. Yeah. <laughs> that's not true. I actually do slow down because I care about people and human well, beings. That's not, don't mock I've me. I've ridden with you through work zones. No, you have not. Because if you had, really? then you would not be sitting here saying such Why a thing. Why was I hund- hiding under the dash? Because you had no helmets in the car. <laughs> Yeah, He's got seat. tremendous hatred. <laughs> you, yes, your, he does. you had your seatbelt on. He does. He's got tremendous hatred for people. For the first time Especially in Virginia's people history, in work zones. <laughs> police officers can now issue a speeding ticket in the mail. That's Phenomenal. Awesome. That's that's not awesome. That's too cool. Don't you find any issues Don't with that? Don't you find that technology awesome? No. They give you a picture. I'm against speed cameras. You could, if, you know, when you get your first one, I don't, you have you got one yet? But you know as soon as you get one, <laughs> you know I want you to frame it and bring me a copy. <laughs> you okay? would. By the way, and every time you, know you get one, I want a copy of that here, photograph. Here, here, they the send you a photograph of you, and here you are. <laughs> Smiling. No, big old grin, hanging on the steering no, wheel. That's not true. Hair blowing back, no. even though the windows are up. He's going <laughs> I would have the phone in my hand. I'd be talking to myself. Yeah, he'll be, te- I'll be texting. He'll, he'll be looking down, texting when they take the picture. Actually, there, there some are some horrible people. They ought to take a video <laughs> of you. What not to do Who when cares? you go through a work zone. Scott Featuring Lee. Scott Lee. Very funny. And and here it is. If you're watching on Facebook, here it is. All right. So, so. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's Scott. Everywhere it goes. It's like the car knows stop, where to please. turn. Would you stop? The car it's accelerates not tr- on its own. Oh, my own. gosh. It's just built like that. All right. So Carico is the. Carico is the um, the sponsor of this bill, Senator Bill Carico. Here's what he there are some limits to it, which I, I'm encouraged to tell you about. Speed cameras could be used only by law enforcement officers employed by the Virginia State Police. So I don't know what that matters, but I guess that means the local guys can't do counties it. and so forth can't right. put speed cameras. They up. could be used speed only cameras. in or around highway work zones. So it's a work zone mm-hmm. only. Officers using the camera would have to be present in the work zone and have their blue lights flashing. So in other words, you can't just prop a camera up and leave. You've got to actually be there, which I think is a is a good thing. But but then why you're not going to pull them over? Then there's a, you're not going to chase them. You're going to go. It's then, in the mail. The, it's in the mail. <laughs> exactly. And then you'll have uh, the police have to post a sign a thousand feet. In front of any work zone, alerting the drivers of speed cameras. You'll never slow down in time. Only a thousand feet. That's plenty for me. Je- Airliners <laughs> slow down faster than you. That's not true. I'm just that. saying. That's not true at all. Now we're getting people coming. Yeah, I can see why. I don't even know. I can see why different jurisdictions aren't allowed because it'd be a stack of cameras. <laughs> exactly. And you get a photograph from exactly. all of them. From all of them. No, <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. So two things that he came out of this is. General Assembly that are ridiculous. Anytime you're called in for a DMV interview to see if you should be allowed to drive a motor vehicle as a human being, you're famous. Very funny. All right, your phone call is next, 454-1366. George Washington, it's his birthday. Shall we discuss that? That's It's next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Oh, great. Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all that reading, it's the Lee Brothers. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free, and I won't forget and that country. Who died, that song who is that a phenomenal song. Sung by a Canadian. <laughs> it's true. But it's still a good song. Right. It doesn't matter who it's sung by. 
It's about the uh, the greatness of America. And America is here. I saw him in an interview. And uh, what was his name? Greenwood. Oh, nice. Kyle Sharpton. No, I'm just kidding. Um, he's in an interview with uh, a country music great that interviews country stars. And he says, uh, what inspired you to write that song? Was it just growing up in this great nation? He goes, I'm from Canada. <laughs> you cracked yourself that, up. I died. I about died laughing. I didn't hear the rest. I was laughing so hard. There is, um, <laughs> we are, we are a unique people. We're a unique country. We are um, founded by men who honestly. For the great men, great Americans. Are almost directly because of divine providence. And th- there's no other person that we can even think of in our founders that had more of God's providence in his life for the cause of freedom and liberty than George Washington. And it's just a simple fact. George was our man. George. Back in the day. Today is George Washington's birthday, February 22nd. Happy birthday, George. And and Washington, <laughs> perfect. And Washington was a guy, and this is why I, he's my favorite, because he didn't want to be president. He didn't want, he did all these things for the cause of freedom and liberty, not for himself. Now, you don't think he really deep down inside was thinking, I got to tell him I don't want this job, Martha, but I want this job. No, I don't think think that. No, I don't. George Washington's stories are too unbelievable to even. That's true. To even comprehend. And if you, you can go to our website, 820theanswer.com and click on the Lee Brothers, takes you to a great video about George Washington. But the stories of Washington and how he attributes them all to divine providence started when he was very young. In fact, when he was 22 and he was working for the British during the French Indian War. And during the Battle of the Wilderness, he was the only surviving colonel that imagined or was able to get out of that battle. Braddock was killed on a horse. Washington warned him not to go there because he understood the land. It was up by Pittsburgh called the Battle of the Wilderness. He had two horses shot out from underneath him and four bullet holes in his jacket. He wrote a letter home saying he was surprised that he survived and that everyone around him died except him. The Indians were told to take out everyone who was on a horse. And Washington after having two horses shot out from underneath him, remained on a horse the entire battle. In fact, it was so miraculous that the Indians themselves later admitted that they refused to even aim at him anymore because he was protected by the gods. That's their quote. In a letter written home, Washington said it was surely by God's grace and divine providence that he survived. That was one of many stories, including the Battle of Brooklyn, when Washington was locked in with 8,000 of his troops from the East River and outnumbered on the East by British troops. The battle was over. This was very early in the war. This was November. I'm sorry, September of 1776. The war was over. Washington was captured and caught, except something divine happened. A wind blew all the British ships out of the East River allowing Washington to begin to escape his troops under the cover of darkness little by little. 8,000 troops begin to cross the river under the cover of darkness, except the sun to begin to rise and expose the entire escape. But once again, divine providence, a fog set in so thick that you couldn't identify a human being eight yards away and allowed Washington's entire army to escape to Manhattan. 
And Washington then said, divine providence. And then December 25th, 1776, the Battle of Trenton. Washington, everything failed that night. They showed up at dawn, not at, not at dark, at dawn. And because of the weather, the, the Hessian troops were locked in their quarters and Washington won that battle and changed the course of American history because the very next day, 15,000 troops signed up for the cause of freedom and liberty. When the entire war was over, it ended in Yorktown, right here in Virginia. One of Washington's men approached him and said, we need to make you king. And Washington rebuked him. The rebuke was so powerful that this man wrote three letters of apology to Washington and said, I'm sorry, I missed the entire cause. King George III, upon hearing of the victory, was told by someone who was with him, said, Washington is going to go back home to his farm. And King George III said, there's no way that's going to happen. If he does, he will be the greatest man to ever live. And that's exactly what he did. Without George Washington, we wouldn't have this country. Without men like George Washington, who believed in something bigger than themselves, we wouldn't have a constitution, declaration of independence, and America we have today that is the best place on the planet Earth. So on this day, happy birthday, George Washington. Happy birthday, America, the father and founder of our country. You ever been to his home? It is unbelievable. It is amazing. It is. beautiful. George Washington and men liked him. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Your phone calls next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Representing the end of political correctness. It's the Lee Brothers. I wonder what Washington would do in Virginia today. Who would he attack? <laughs> I think uh, we know. Hey, coming up, um, Kamala Harris had a first town hall. Al Gore is in Virginia trashing us, so that'll be fun. That's all coming up next. Visit us at 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. This is disheartening. Syracuse University is telling their students the Constitution isn't for everybody. Don't be shocked. There's about every university in America is doing that. It's an old piece of paper that should be destroyed. Shredders were made for that. (laughs) Kamala Harris had her first town hall. It's all about socialism, among other things. We'll play the clips. And Al Gore says a pipeline. Yes, a pipeline in Virginia is racist. I did not know that. A racist pipeline. A racist pipeline. Hmm. Are they going to paint it white? (laughs) I'm just curious. I mean, (laughs) why is it racist? Virginia citizens and American patriots radio as George Washington intended on his birthday. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. (laughs) Hi, Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this lovely Friday afternoon. It's uh, white. It's raining out there. It's it's ugly, and I'm mad because... Yeah, you don't like ugly. I want the rain to stop before we leave here today so I can... We just don't need any more rain, for the love of... Wipe my car down again and drive it home. But it rained on it coming in after I cleaned it. 
All right, 820 The Answer, 820theanswer.com. Click on it. You got to click on the Lee Brothers now when you go there, and it's going to bring you to our page. Great video there about George Washington. You'll love it. Why was he so great? And breadlines, are they a good thing? Bernie Sanders is caught there talking about how breadlines are a good thing. I, I, I kid you not. Breadlines are a good thing. Yeah. In other words, you can't go to the store and buy any bread because. Bernie Sanders has been elected, and you have no money to buy any bread. So you get in line, and you hope the line's not too it's long. Because when you get up there, you may not get any it's bread. It's a good thing. Well, the government gets all the money then. Socialist That's good thing. what that means. The government gets all the money. All right. All right. So, uh, so we got that going for us at 820theanswer.com. <laughs> Click on the Lee Brothers. All right. Phone lines open on this five o'clock hour. We're up and running all the way at Facebook, also on our fan page or 454 1366. 454 1366. Al Gore shows up in the Commonwealth of Virginia, the home of George Washington, Patrick Henry, James Madison, other great Virginians, George Mason. And this guy walks into Virginia and says this. My text this evening is that this proposed pipeline is a reckless, racist ripoff. Did anyone raise their hand and say, why? Racist ripoff. Oh, yeah, clap again. I love the three R's. The three R's, reading, writing, and No, the three R's are racist, reckless, reckless, and ripoff. That's phenomenal. 700 people gathered to hear the former vice president say this crap. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, that's more than he got when he was running for that's president. In Buckingham. <laughs> <laughs> that's in Buckingham County. Uh, he went all the way out to Buckingham. He wasn't yeah. welcome around here, I guess. Exactly. Um, he is just, he, he's, a, he's a nut. Um, that's the whole somehow, population of Buckingham. Is just it? about. I mean, about to say that a pipeline is reckless, racist, and a ripoff. You know, the the biggest one in there is the racist part. Now, he tries to explain where this racist comment came from. Here he is commenting on it. To the racist part of it. And there's no way around this. Uh, Communities of color and communities made up of low-income families have for complex historical reasons been relatively deprived of the same means to defend themselves economically and politically. What? So what, in other words, what, the, uh, saying? the pipeline is going to look like something you'd see on a kid's show, like, you know, all over the place to go through these specific neighborhoods that it's may attacking. be looked at as a low-income right, neighborhood. So the pipeline's essentially going to stay in Richmond. It's not going anywhere with Richmond. It's going to go around in circles around the city of Richmond. That's, I mean, that's absurd. This pipeline is not that. The who pipeline, that? but that's somebody in the background agreeing with him. Oh yeah, that's seven hundred people agreeing with him. The pipeline is racist because it happens to go through Union Hall, Union Hill. I mean, that's it. Where does it begin? And does it not go through anywhere? Is it is the entire pipeline, as Richard says, hunting down? Uh, of as Al Gore says, communities of color. Come on, people. I mean, you may not like the pipeline because you're an environmentalist fruitcake nut that thinks we have or we're killing the environment. But to say that it's racist, I guess it's going to come through my yard because I don't have a lot of money and I can't I can't fight it at all. <laughs> you can't defend As if yourself. I would. I, I would 
It's unbelievable. Use it like a garden gnome, and I'd plant flowers around the thing. It came through my yard. <laughs> All right, he continues with the second point. When I read the history of Union Hill. Why does he talk like that, by the way? I'll read when the history. history. He, he talks like he, he's a southern boy by nature, but he talks funny. from Tennessee. Yeah, I think Tennessee so. or Kentucky. Right. Never can't get those tennis straights. I read the history of Union Hill and saw with my own eyes how this historically significant community wow. was being insulted and abused because uh, they because some people thought they could not defend themselves. I said, you know, that just doesn't seem right. <laughs> It just doesn't real? seem right. That just is not for well, real. Well, Al Gore, why don't you give them the money to fight it? You got plenty of money. Right. Your power bill, your your uh, green footprint is like Bigfoot. Right. I mean, your house burns more energy than the whole town around your house combined. So you've got plenty of money, Mr. Gore. Just give them the money to fight this thing or go back wherever you came from so, to your giant green footprint. Let's see where we've come. Just Leave in the, Virginia alone. And, the, and since this radio program, let's see where we've come. So far, America's so great that you have to hire people to fake an oppression attack upon you by some racists that don't exist. Um, we've got a guy that stood up on the floor of the General Assembly, a delegate, saying Virginia is so racist that we have a black Virginia and a white Virginia. And now a pipeline is racist. The pipeline is racist because it happened to go through a community that had as Al Gore says, colored people in it. Ladies, we've lost our mind. This is insanity. This is not make America great. We need to make America sane again because how can you possibly think all these things are accurate to the point where a a pipeline is racist? Uh, I would be willing to bet the people that live in that area didn't realize it was a problem until Mr. Gore came to Virginia and said, you know, this is a racist pipeline. Really? Yeah, it's a racist pipeline. <laughs> They're going to paint that thing white. Well, <laughs> holy smokes, I had no idea. Now, he did get on his uh, preaching. He sounds like a preacher. And remember, environmentalism is a religion. These people worship at the altar of the planet. The planet is a God that must be taken care of, and we don't need humans on it. Humans are the problem. When the, when the other religion, like Christianity, thinks the planet was for humans— these people actually think humans are the problem and should be gone away and the planet would be fine. Here's Al Gore sounding like a preacher at this event. This is unbelievable. Listen to this. We, the people of the United States of America, we have to reclaim our own destiny and make a decision about what our lives are going to be like, what our environment's going to be like, whether our air is going to be clean, whether our water is fit to drink, whether our I guess I didn't I would recognize think the country. Those people uh, in Buckingham would have clapped anyway. I wonder how many people drove to Buckingham from another area. Because I bet you most of the folks from Buckingham, the hunters and the fishermen, alike, are like, are probably guys going, a nut? What's he talking about? This is insanity. Did you hear that? How no? can a pipeline be racist? D- did you hear the passion behind all that? Yeah. I mean, that's what's unbelievable. I mean, all that because the planet's got 
We're not, we don't have clean air and clean water. What, where does this guy live? That's what I understand about Democrats. Where do they live? Do they not look at America and go, man, America is the best place on the planet. It's got the cleaner water, cleaner air. The, the other problem is the cesspool of countries who are polluting the oceans and polluting the, the air. It's not us. It's not the United States. We're the good guys. It's not, it's not this country. All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Miserable being must find more miserable being. <laughs> then he's happy. That was Al Gore, I think. Somebody <laughs> told me the world is going to roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool Perfect in one. the shed. All right, Lee Brothers, on this Friday afternoon, just after 517. Phone lines are open, 454-1366, 454-1366. All right, let's, Gore's a nut. We know that. He's an irrelevant nut, which is the good news. Apparently, there's some people here in the Commonwealth who thinks he's, you know, some kind of environmental Don't you hero. think he just wants to write another book? <coughs> well, he's he could. making speeches. He's going to state by state. Y'all have anything going on with pipelines? <laughs> I got a speech to make. I got a speech to make. Let's see. This is the Virginia speech. Oh, here, here, we, here go. we go. This is North Dakota's beat. I mean, come on, Al. Just write the book. Kamala Harris uh, is a— uh, Your friend and mine. Kamala Harris says that um, that we'll uh, uh, need to open up to truth and justice. Her campaign has kicked off. She had her first town hall meeting. She's one of the—how the, many people are running out for the Democrat? There's 20 people already on— 20. There's 20 already 20. for the nomination. I want to throw my head in. What the heck? 20 and they, people? And they were fighting for who could be the biggest leftist liberal puke. Here's Kamala Harris in her opening comments in the town hall. So it is a time to restore truth and justice in our country. Many of you know— my background includes, and the speaker Terry told you, part of my background is I was a prosecutor for many years. I prosecuted everything, including wow, homicides. I, I believe was this is a moment in time to restore, restore truth and justice. Truth and justice. And so let's take a the look American at where way. we are. Um, it's an inflection point. We're at an inflection point in the history of our country, and actually in the world. Not really. This is a moment in time that is requiring each of us. Listen to this. And collectively to look in a mirror and ask this question, okay. who are we? Is there a mirror? I the and I believe part of the answer to that question go. is we are better story. than this. What a pile of liberal crap. I'm going back and ask myself that question. I think I need to ask myself that question. In fact, let's go to a break while I ask myself that question. Let's go find a mirror. Ask us who we are. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. All right, go ahead. Constitution of the United States. <clears throat> well, just give, give me the first word and I'll, I know the rest. Okay, we. We. We? We. Are you sure? <laughs> exactly. Barney Rocks. Hang on, it's a great song right here. Love this song. Maybe we just don't play this for us here. I wrote this song. Then we gotta shut it off right now. <laughs> this is how we promote the music so I get paid. Oh, I see. That's right. Alright, we're up and running here. You would not believe 454 1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW and FM 92.7. Kamala Harris comes out, and she's uh, saying we need justice, we need truth. Uh, 
as if that's somehow found in the Democratic Party. That's the joke. But here she is talking about that justice and truth in in a real tangible way. Listen to what she's attacking. That is requiring us to fight for the best of who we are and fight for those principles behind that word justice. Mm. So let's take a look in the mirror and see where we have been. Where have we been? It is not justice Mm. to have a system where you give a $1 trillion tax credit to the top 1% and the big corporations of America. That is not justice. And that never happens. Never happens. And by the way, that is exactly what justice is. They, They deserve their money. Yeah, of course they do. But the bottom line is, that's not accurate at all. That's not true. The tax cut but was for everybody. But if it were, so what? But it's it's for everyone. Right. Everyone, not just the top one percent. I love the the. Uh, it's just it's just steeped it's in this the anger same and old hate. Lie. It's the for same the rich. Old lie. How can they be so angry at something that's just not even? The, it, was, it was true. A, it's not even close to true. And it was also an incredible so applause line. People, people applauded this and thought, wow, that's right. Well, that's if, not justice. You the mean the wealthy got, the, got a tax cut? You mean the wealthy kept their money? They didn't take it from anyone, Kamala Harris, you leftist socialist puke. You mean they got to keep their money? You call that an injustice? What is wrong with you? If anything, it is justice. It's right. It's the same old lie. It's the it, same old lie that they say every campaign it's so easy and if a candidate said it it must be true it's the same old lie it's It's, not true it's so easy for a politician to stand up and look at people who aren't wealthy and then trash the wealthy that's dividing us that is pitting one group of americans against another that is pandering that is the democrat leftist socialist agenda today one of the first things she says is it's not a justice it's an injustice to let people keep their money i don't care how much they make if they keep their money they're not taking it from anyone they actually got to freaking keep it how is that an injustice it's called marketing it's untruthful That's marketing true. it's a She's marketing the democratic party true to people to the masses. She's not going after the classes. She's going after the masses. That's, That's why the classes run from people like her. They I, run because they're full of crap. Actually, they fund her campaign. And most of the people I don't understand. that they're that she's lying to are going to go the other way, too, because they're tired of being lied to. They can tell that she's not a truthful candidate. She says it's time for the truth. Except for me. <laughs> for everyone else. It's a, it's yeah, exactly. exactly. 454 Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. Wipeout. It's funny how we uh, sometimes play the drums in here, except for that. We'll take our pins and play the drums, but... Can't do that one. That one, we like liable to get a pin stuck in our eye. It's liable to fly out of Scott's hand and hit me. So I wear protective glasses, which everyone should wear, plastic lenses. Kamala Harris is at the town hall meeting, gets a question about how racist America is and how to name Columbus Day something different, and listen to the reaction to this. Hi, thank you. Thanks. Hi. Are you all, um, all the dumb ones? Good. I'm at the right place. And holidays... Um, We have a bill here in New Hampshire, HB 221, to change Columbus Day to Indigenous Peoples Day. Uh, Yeah, 
Yeah, I've been wanting that for a long time. To anyone who might not feel like that's more than just a superficial issue, what that meant to me as somebody who was born and raised and went to school here in New Hampshire is that Columbus got a lot of focus, and he never stepped foot on mainland North America, genocidal history aside. Um, and we didn't get a chance to elevate voices of indigenous people here in New Hampshire this who are ridiculous. still here in New Hampshire, but are being erased and marginalized they every are? day. So- They're being erased and marginalized. Yeah. Where? Show me where. I want to see this happening. Because unbelievable. I'm wondering, would you support efforts on a federal level to change Columbus Day to Indigenous People's Day? And why does that matter so much? It just doesn't ring. Sure. sure. Yeah. And, and why it matters is, um, to your very point, we have to remember history. Yes, that's why it's going to matter. That's right. She went on to endorse it entirely, that she would be in favor as the President of the United States to get rid of Columbus Day and endorse Indigenous People Day. It's just, this is the left, man. Find any opportunity to trash America for being racist, homophobic, mean, nasty, when in fact we're the best place on the, on the world to be. This is the Democratic Party today. Hate America? Get votes. Trash the country's history? Get votes. Say America's racist? Get votes. I don't know it. I don't follow it. I don't understand it. I don't want to. All right, coming up, your phone calls, 454-1366 and more. About Kamala Harris. That's next. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. The Lee Brothers showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. Just after 534, outside the Capitol with the Commonwealth of Virginia. The home of Jefferson, Madison, and George Washington on his birthday, the Lee Brothers. My name's Scott Lee. My, and the Lee Brothers. My co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left, sometimes as far left, is Richard Lee. It's me. All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com for the George Washington I'm tribute. To your right. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you right to our video. You don't You'd sit on my right. You have to face that wall. Oh, you mean, okay, I see what you're saying. Well, okay, literally, you're sitting to my right. Yeah. But it used to be the old days. Remember the old days? The old studio? You always sat to my left. I was legitimate. I don't remember. That's, I'm a little nostalgic like you that. Know, my yeah. mind doesn't work like it used to. What right. day is this? All right, 454-1366, John, Paul, and Petersburg, you're on AM 820 WNTW and FM 92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Hello? Hello? Welcome to the show. Hey, uh, I was just, uh, I'm at the point where I'm just done with the Democratic Party. Because they've just, Good. They, they're completely directionless, and they have no idea what they even want to support. You're exactly right. Like, actually, that exactly would, right. I, actually, I'd argue the other well, way. I think they, well, I think they know exactly they know where they're they going and what they support. It's basically they support everything that's in the interest of, Damn. like, basically large corporations. Because they're the ones that are for the open borders and for basically, like, just let anyone in. Right. Well, I, that means they can 40, pay less for people. Forty thousand Americans killed by undocumented. I'm being I'm being politically correct here. They're illegals, but yeah. I'll call them new Americans, undocumented, whatever you want to call them. But they killed forty thousand uh, innocent Americans in yeah. the last twelve months. I, I voted for Gary Johnson, but if I saw his whole tirade over, you called them undocumented, I would have been like, uh, never mind. You know, he came to Richmond, and uh, he came out of the tobacco company downtown and almost ran over him. He stepped right out in front of my car, not kidding, and he was obviously 
yeah. having a good time yeah, that night because all of his party stayed on the sidewalk except for yeah. him. He walked right out in front of my car. I hit the brakes. Wow. Could you imagine the person the press with me looked that? up? And he said, "That's Gary Johnson." I said, "It is. It is Gary Johnson." <laughs> imagine the press if you would have ran over Gary Johnson. <laughs> Lee brother yeah, yeah, takes Lee out. Lee brother takes out political candidate. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Uh, great call, John Paul, and we uh, we're we're here for you whenever you need us. We support you a hundred percent. We do. Welcome to the new Republicans. Know? We support him a hundred percent. Conservative, absolutely. What he said on the phone, we may support. We can't. Support I support him a hundred percent. All right, John four, Paul, four, Lee brother, <laughs> four you hundred percent. I'm five, older than Scott, so I have more say. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Phone lines are open. Four five four thirteen. 66. This, Great call, John Paul. Uh, this uh, this honeybee, have you heard this? The world's yeah. biggest bee, once thought extinct, has been found alive. This sucker's the size of a bird. Okay. They were extinct. It's a beetle is what it looks they, like to They me. found one. No, it's a stinking bee. I'll get you one, and you put it in your pants and tell uh, uh, me it's no, a beetle, okay? <laughs> well, first, uh, well, first of all, I'm scared. <laughs> but, you know, it's interesting. All yeah. the things. It all, sounds like a T-Rex, they say. You know, it's obviously, I'm not. I, I, I'm not a really afraid of snakes. Spiders spook me a little bit, but I, I am frightened if of bees. If a bee that big no, lands listen. on your shoulder and makes a sound like a T-Rex? It's a, if a bee or a hornet, I'm frightened of those things. I would rather deal with spiders and snakes any day than a bee. And if a bee of this size, the size of your hand, this is like a small bird. Yeah, like a T-Rex. <laughs> well, it was, it was extinct, you, it extinct makes at some sound. point. If you're driving down the road and you hear that sound near your car, these things are so big they can probably fly as fast as your car. This is like this is like what Jumanji. You, do is you slam on the brakes, let it fly in front of you, floor it, take it out with the windshield. That's disgusting. And then you get the remember in Jumanji the mosquitoes that were as big as hawks. That's what this yeah. is like. These these things are as big as birds. I'm not a fan of you bees. Know, a little bitty bee can scare me. This bee would frighten they me found out of my one, mind. They weren't going to say okay. We found this extinct giant Obviously bee that it rip extinct. your head off and fly away with it <laughs> until they found the queen bee. They found the queen. Yes, they did. They found a queen in her hive, and she was like... How big's the queen? Queens are usually talking big. talking trash to the other ones. Like, <laughs> She's talking smack. Bring me more grapes. <laughs> Don't make me sting you. That's, That's the way they were talking. Yeah, it could be. Could be aliens brought it down. You know, there's... There's proven now that a lot of aliens are living amongst us. No, oh, jeez. They are. Okay, they form and, of a bee. Uh, How do you know that? Yeah, now that makes sense. They're an octopus from another that makes planet. Sense. Dolphins uh, are, too. Dolphins talk to each other. And they, Richard, they, how they're do you speaking possibly, in how can, alien oh my gosh. talk. They're talking alien trash. They talk about you if you're swimming in the water. There's that Scott Lee guy. We should go over there and swim around him. Maybe urinate in the water. You are. <laughs> he doesn't like aliens. And what are we? I don't like. We're aliens. I don't, I don't like aliens. We're alien fish. I don't believe in aliens. That's exactly. just ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. Aliens are real. So what's this have to do with the bees? They're hovering around the earth right now. Uh, no, they're not. They're they listening are not. To Richard, this broadcast. you are out hey. of control. Richard Lee, I'm the one who says you're real, like, and I support you. New people of Earth, but Scott, Scott, yes, not you. so much. Thank you very much. Play that. Thanks for playing that for Scott. <laughs> no, it's not. Which is, <laughs> it's his turn to respond. You know, the thing about the alien thing, I, I must say, if if aliens are real, why do they only show up to the toothless farmer in some Hickville play? I he was, I saw him. He had green eye, but he never. Why would they land in part in part in uh, 
in Times Square or something. I mean, if the aliens so are real. So you're telling me you used to be a toothless farmer? Why? No, what I'm saying to you is why is it always. Why would you give that up? And are those implants? I'm thinking, do they I think screw in or do you just have dentures? I think you're missing my point. Don't laugh so hard because they'll blow across the room. I, might, I, <laughs> might take my eye out. Something. something. I'm more worried about oh my, my eyesight than your teeth. There's you know, no hope. I can't help you. Aliens I try hard. don't, you know, the crop so, circles are real. There's no way people could be doing those crop circles. Uh-huh, sure. No human being. They are real. Of course not. How come you don't believe that there's. I just told you. Life out there. Because there's no evidence of it. Us. You know what? There's more than one universe. There's, well, just I, saying. I'm just, I don't, I Aliens it. say that, so I'm saying No, it. there's not. There's no evidence of it. We have no proof of that. Aliens communicate with people. But I'm glad that you, you were know, on this. Some people had, like, uh, DNA injected of aliens in well, their mama you? before they were born. So they're born an alien. And if they're really ugly, the spaceship takes them back. <laughs> but if they look like one of us, they leave them here. But if they got this extremely pointed chin, I mean, something you cut your hand on, <laughs> and these giant how eyes, you, how do you come up with about this four hairs on their head? They go right how, back to the spaceship. How do you know? That's right. How, how they bring do you the bees possibly, back. How do you do you lay awake at night and come up with this? I mean, how do you no. do this? I you, watch you know documentaries. You've always, you've always been alien like this, documentaries. So. I remember as a kid when you first said, "Scott, I got something to tell you. Come here, mom and dad haven't told you this, but there's aliens." I remember when you did that, and I was like, "Why are you doing this to me, Richard?" Mom, Richard's talking about aliens again. <laughs> That's what she said. She would what come, did she say? No, nah, she would say, she said, "Scott, Scott, when you when get older, older, you'll understand that the your alien brother's a nut, stories, like we do." But your brother. Knows a lot about aliens. That's uh, an awful lot, and he he's very smart when it comes to aliens. So listen to him and learn from him, and one day you'll be an alien too. So you you were the you were the alien they didn't I went take a back. Far on that one, I guess. Yeah, you did. You took a little far. You were the alien they didn't take back. You're the one. No, that the, I, I went back. They didn't keep me. They probed you. <laughs> no. They didn't have you, Mountain Dew in space, that, that's man. That's the other that's thing. Like, that's that's diet Mountain Dew. There's no doubt you've we been We don't abducted. do commercials much for anyone, brands or anything. So don't think that this is any kind of sponsorship type deal, holding mm-hmm. up a bottle of Mountain Dew for them. You are a sad, strange little man. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you are. Yes. Aliens. Aliens. How did we get on that topic, by the way? I thought we were... T- I thought we were talking about bees. bees. I thought bees we were talking. These are aliens. These giant no, bees, bees are aliens. Stink. How would a giant bee, bee, bee would stay dormant for a million years? And by or the however way, long. this is not a bee. It just looks like a beetle. He and rode in bees, on a spaceship. Bee, oh my gosh! You know what they found on the spaceship up there, circling the Earth? They found there stuff. was no spaceship. They circling found the Earth. life on the spaceship. So obviously, you don't want to talk about the bee. Obviously, you give it up on the bee. Space. It's fine. I don't want to it talk was, about the bee either, quite honestly. on the spaceship. I, I don't care. When they came back there, they were like, real. what's this? Oh, my gosh. You've got stuff that was on your what's spaceship a, in outer space. What's a beehive? Said, yeah, we went out and did some space you know, walking, what, and that stuff was there. A bee said, this size? Life. A bee this size. What's the beehive look like? It's like a small fort? <laughs> no, it's it's like a two-bedroom ranch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, this, this, this giant queen right, bee was living in uh, a big old log. All right, your, your phone calls Big next, please. Thing, whatever it was. Please, 454. There's probably placed here by the aliens along with the bees. 454-1366. Why are the bees everywhere? They're only in one place. According, Why? According because to, aliens didn't have time to put them everywhere. According to... They put them one place and said, God, it's on please. you to spread if your bee love throughout the world. 
It's possible I could use my gun on my head. The U.S. Constitution <laughs> is apparently not for everyone, according to Syracuse University. That's next in your phone calls, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Gargantuan. Exactly. Speed, traffic, and weather together at 15 and 45 after the hour here. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers. Completely. I agree completely with what that dog just said. That's ridiculous. So, Scott, something, something wrong with you. 454 you swimming in our waters, I'm going to bite you on the ankle. One thing I was thinking about this week is how glad I am that the Richmond City Council voted to rename the boulevard after Arthur Ashe. I mean, this is going to cost them $30,000, but I'm glad, you know, I was, I was well, laying awake at night going, the boulevard cannot remain the boulevard. Think about this. I mean, it's got Every to fix business on the boulevard has to get new business cards, cards new sales tickets, everything. Right, it's right. going to cost those businesses, and they're going to have to let people know, we were on the boulevard, they changed the name, we didn't move. Yeah, right. You know, well, they're going to have to... Everything. It's going to cost a whole lot more than thirty grand to change the name of that that road. And the, the city's not going to supplement the income but of the those cause, businesses. The cause is so much bigger. They shouldn't bigger. change the name. It's so much bigger, Richard. You change, just don't understand. You know, build a new road or something. You, know? uh, just, you got an authorized center. Does, does anybody in any part of Virginia, city council, school boards, have anything else to do other than rename things? I mean, this is all they do. A special renaming committee has been formed to, to rename, rename everything on the planet. It's just, I'm, it's just stupid. But I wouldn't be. I'm not surprised by the ignorance of many who are in politics well, at I'm every not, level. I'm not either. When you look at AOC. Yeah, exactly. Even holding office, you can't be surprised by the ignorance of people in office. And we're like. The world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. And that you're- is so stupid, I can't even begin. 12 years. Uh, by the way, that's fine. Let's let it end in 12 she years. She has a calculator that figured that out. Well, if, if it ends in 12 man. years, let's just plan for it. Why I think not? it's... I th- yeah, it, may, may, it may be. I want an old Texas Instruments calculator like she's got. I mean, one that's about 40 years old. Syracuse University denied an application for Young Americans for Freedom to become a registered student organization on their campus. The reason for doing so is that it required students to believe in the U.S. Constitution. The board considered the Americans for Freedom to be discriminatory because they had this in their statement. Additionally, requiring students to agree in the superiority of the U.S. Constitution is exclusionary to the international students and other individuals. That's what Syracuse says about it. So in other words, the Americans for Freedom asked the, the students to agree that the U.S. Constitution is superior to join the group. You don't have to join the group, but if you join, you have to agree with this. And other, by the way, student groups have similar things that you have to agree with to join the group. And the University of Syracuse says, what? That's crazy. To make people agree the superiority of the Constitution is exclusionary to international students and other individuals who? No, it's not. I mean— Yeah, by the way, you don't have to join. You don't have to join, and you don't have to be a U.S. citizen to agree that we have the best Constitution on the planet. Right. You don't have to be you know, even an American. A, what's what's the country point. in Africa that took our Constitution and adopted it as their Constitution? There's a country over there that took our— How dare they? 
How did they took a copy of the United say. States Constitution and they used it. They did. I don't sure, know. Sure, it's a several hundred year old document, and a lot of people think it should be shredded. Well, they act like but it doesn't some smart exist people anymore. in some other countries don't think so. Unbelievable. It's other countries that like it better than people in our own country. Totally. Apparently, Syracuse. You know, the, we need to me. rethink sending your kid to any public university at this point. They're almost and, and all even, of them are And whack. even public high schools. And trust me on this. I've done this. I've seen the, the ramifications. I've seen what is being taught, what is being shoved down the throats of your kids. When you tell me that not not being done, I am telling you it is. I've seen it. And the best high schools in the Richmond area are the ones indoctrinating your kids. They're full of leftist pukes who have one desire, to see America fail or to see America be turned against its very founding principles of the Constitution and Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights, for that matter. These people are are enemies of the Constitution, and they're teaching your kids. What's the VCU story? Um, They're having some kind of meeting to discuss things with, uh, I, I don't remember the story headline now, I uh, I sent it to you, but it's essentially along the same lines. It's a, it's a racist, garbage-filled time for your kids. You should be proud. Oh, right. It's the, um, there's a little get-together they have coming up. Yeah, they have a get-together On February 25th. Up. It's the, uh, you know, it's about blackface. They're going to learn about blackface, get together and, and, and just, you know, find out how bad the country really was. Back then, and they and they'll go after, you know, our governor or, or whatever, our attorney general, mm-hmm. who's both have said they're going to stay in office, only because whatever. they're Democrats. They're he was going to Virginia Union. He was going to start this tour, the, the apology to make tour. it all right. I, What's that? The apology tour. Yeah, his, his big apology tour, and Virginia Union said, uh-uh, "You're not coming here." I guess. Pretty, okay, I won't go there. Pretty funny, actually. Yeah, the you know, the Demo- tour. If these were Republicans in office, none of them would be there right now. Not a single one of them. The Republican governor would be gone. The Republican lieutenant governor would be gone. The Republican attorney general would be gone. But since these are Democrats, they're all there, surely ensconced, not going anywhere because the press isn't attacking them daily. The press isn't have they don't have the the radical leftist marching on the the Capitol banging down doors. That's only what leftists do. And since they're and leftists should, themselves, they don't they don't have that happening. People should look at this at the press, not going after them and say, why Why are you not going after these That's gentlemen? Obvious. Why are you not pushing for their resignations? You know, I, I think I think our governor should resign over his comments on abortion. abortion. I don't think he should resign for blackface that happened 35 years ago. Governor's not a racist. No. That, that's the whole joke of the left and You're their not stupid position. put anybody in office that is his age that's not going to have something in his background. That's not true. There's plenty of people who don't have that in their background. Nothing in their background? No, there's plenty of people his age who do not have blackface or really? nothing. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Plenty of people. I don't think so. Well, do you have blackface I'm in your background? I'm not saying they all have no. blackface in their background. You don't have anything in your background. I don't have any that, black, uh, blackface no. in my background. No, what I'm saying all. is you don't have anything in your background that would keep you from being governor either. So you're no. an example of one of those right now, no. and you're older than than he is. So how about that? I use you as an example to debunk your own theory. Are you saying you're so I easy. run? <laughs> exactly governor? what I'm saying. All right. Uh, your announce phone calls my next. candidacy for governor. 454 1366. Four and I'll take over. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7. I got nothing on me. Not a honey wrap. 
A honey wrap. Oh, those giant the bees big are bee back again. because we're eating. That would be a honeycomb. Their honey. That would be a honeycomb. I wasn't going to say anything, but the aliens told me so. All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com. George Washington's birthday. Click on our name, and then go right to that great George Washington video. Happy birthday, George. Happy birthday, George. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to stay tuned for Cut to the Chase with Senator Amanda Chase coming up next. See you next Friday right here on 820 WNTW. Get out of here and don't come back. We did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so... Bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.